0: Hey everybody, it is Puka from the One To Go Show, Say little bonus podcast here for you. Every week we've been doing the BuyRaceShirts.com One To Go Show power rankings, and of course we're getting towards the end of the year here, so I just want to throw one of these into a podcast. Just know that you can catch these weekly on Facebook or YouTube. Of course, we don't normally put them on the podcast, but we want to get one in the feed just to give you a taste of what they're like. So enjoy this one. And like I said, if you like to catch them from street stocks all the way to late models, go to the One to Go Show Facebook or YouTube page. Take care. All right, race fans, let's talk a little late model action here from the past couple weeks, and then we're going to get to this week's Power Rankings. So let's start with uh, some discount Shop Town's Dirt Kings Late Model Series over in eastern Wisconsin. Last Friday, Nick Amelink made the trip actually down to the Sycamore Speedway in Illinois. The the first trip, I guess, for the Dirt Kings out of the state of Wisconsin. And he redrew. He started 12th. Tough, tough field of cars. Didn't matter. He drove to the front, parked it in Victory Lane, and uh, just really solidifying a great season. Went to Wilmot, Wisconsin the next night. The lights went out, that ended that, and then this this past Saturday, he put a stamp on the season, he won the series finale over at the Autogamy Speedway in Seymour, Nick and Blink is king for 2021. The John Sites Memorial up at the River City Speedway in Grand Forks, North Dakota, it was the AJ Demo show, he flat out dominated all weekend long. He won the prelude to the Johnny, and then he absolutely put a stomping on him in the in the 9,200-to-win John Sykes Memorial. I think he lapped, I believe it was sixth place, seventh for sure, got into a guy that he was lapping at coming across the line, but he was flat out gone. I mean, just absolutely killed him. And a side note on that, night one, the prelude to the Johnny, was the finale for the NLRA series, and Mike Mike Bresseth, I believe he got fifth place in that one, that locked up the 2021 NLRA Late Model Championship for the Rookie from Harwood, North Dakota. Congratulations, Mike Gresseff. Now the Russ Larson Classic up at the Northern Nationals at the gondek Glass Speedway. The Double One Express doubled up, parked in Victory Lane both nights up in Superior, Wisconsin. Night number one, a great race with James Nitro Giasi. Um, super dry, slick Giassi threw a slider door, <clears throat> able to cross him over, never looked back, got it done. Night number two, luck was on his side. Uh, Derek Vessel had it. It was over. I think the bottom was just starting to latch down just a little bit, and then it started to rain. Washed that little bit of a rubber off the track. Vessel kind of made a miscue on the slick, slick track, didn't know what to do in the rain. Door went up around all of them, drove to the wind, and he doubled up. And he even mentioned that victory lane that might have had a little help. So, It is what it is. You'd rather be lucky than good, but Pat Door's flat out good. So when you're lucky and good, that's even better. And that's what happens. Dorff has really, really put together a good season. Now, last Thursday up in Winnipeg at the Victory Lane Speedway, Jesse Tennis. I believe this is his first career late model feature win. Congratulations up north of the border. Now, Let's jump into the 100s here from this past week. Let's start with the legendary 100 over at the Cedar Lake Speedway. Of course, they had prelim nights on Thursday and on Friday. They had the finale on Saturday. Night number one, well, you guessed it, A.J. Bemal. He has been rocket fast. He earned the pole with his win on Thursday night. Night number two, and it looked like Pat Doerr had it won. He was driving away. It looked like he had it pretty well in hand got into a parked car that was, you know, lapped, a lap lapped car that kind of broke, got into him and ripped the spoiler off. And he was like, I guess there's more work for my pit guy there. He said, and just, it is what it is. So he pulled off, but Daryl Nelson, he parked it in victory lane on night two. And in the finale, A.J. Diemel continues to be dominant. I mean, he lapped seventh place and was flat out gone. Daryl Nelson snuck by Pat Doerr on a late restart for Nick Panitsky Who was the last car on the lead lap? He was sixth. I was kind of wondering. Puka mentioned on the show, Panitsky spun out and got his spot back. It's like, well, there was only six cars on the lead lap. That's how fast Beemel was. But uh, keep an eye. This Nick Panitsky, this is somebody that I didn't know. Looks to me like he's a converted asphalt guy. i got to learn more about this guy. I'm telling you, looking at his numbers, his stats, and watching him race, this is a guy that's going to win some races. He is really, really good. I'm excited. To have another quality late model driver in the area, this guy looks like he could fit the bill. Now, the Wasota 100 over at the I-94 Sure Step Speedway in Fergus Falls. They had three prelim nights. And then, of course, they had the Race of Champions and the finale. Night number one, the track owner himself, Don Shaw, cruised to an easy win. Gets second at the sights. I mean, this guy is incredibly fast, limited schedule. He was flat out gone on the high side. Night number two, the national point leader, Cole Searing. He holds off some 28 guy from Wisconsin. Oh, yeah, Jimmy Marks. That's never easy to do. So, congratulations, Searing, on getting that one done. Night number three, Travis Budislavich, who, incidentally, night one, was leading the heat, got a flat tire. So, he might have maybe won night one. He had to wait to night three. He parked in victory lane, got himself a front-row starting spot, and and then – He actually won the race of champions as well. So a great night for Travis Blutislavich in the 31. And then the finale, a great race. Great race over there in Fergus Falls. Jimmy Mars took off and he won. He won the feature and everybody's like, well, you met Mars in the front. He's going to be gone. And he did drive away, but um, Dave Moss found something on the high side and had it in flat out kill mode and chased him down could not clear a lapper uh the lapper was just right in that line and he just was not able to maneuver by him jimmy mars held on but a great run for dave moss getting second now let's uh let's talk about what's coming up we got eight possible shows left for points for of points and there's uh this weekend you got the punky manor challenge of champions over at the red cedar speedway in menominee heats friday features saturday i believe jesse Bland might be the uh reigning champ of that but man the smart money's got to be on 58 he's been so dang good as of late so keep an eye on that it's on dirt race central the casino speedway they have the fourth annual autumn classic two complete shows friday and saturday out in watertown and uh you're number one and number two drivers in wissota chad becker of course second and cole searing number one they'll both be there scott ward the wild child doubled up last year, so that should be good racing action out there. And then the Jamestown Stock Car Stampede, the 50th annual. Can Cole Shale make it three in a row, three years in a row? Can he do it? I know uh, Ryan Michelson was really good there as well last year, so it should be some good racing up in Jamestown. And then Sunday, a standalone show over at the Granite City Motor Park as well. Racing coming right down to the wire. Cole Searing really in the driver's seat. For the national championship, it would take a minor miracle. Becker will have to sweep the weekend and then decide if he wants to race anymore because he's kind of had a rough couple weeks. But uh, i tell you what, it's, it's about as close to over as it could be. <clears throat> so let's get to it. The September 23rd edition of the BuyRaceShirts.com, one-to-go show, late model power rankings. At number 10, Don Shock. Man, I had about three or four guys, and I'm like, I just – don't know who I put here. There's a few that i bumped out. A couple that might actually be worthy of being in the top 10, but it's uh some people kind of stepped up here over the last month or in the last few weeks. So Don Shaw, no, he got second at the sights. he one day won of the 100. Of course, he broke a motor in the feature. He's got eight wins on the year in like 20 shows. I mean, when he unloads that 42, it's crazy fast. Not sure where he's going this weekend, but uh, you can count on him being up front where, wherever it is. At number nine, Derek Vessel seems to always be in the top five. Kind of has the Jeffrey Massingill effect from last year. Massingill didn't have a lot of firsts and seconds and podiums, but a ton of fourths, fifth, fourth and fifth place finishes, and that's where Derek Vessel is. He's always there. He's always in the conversation. I get all these specials, he's right around the front and uh, probably should have won the Northern Nationals, if not for the rain, And he could be a dark horse pick for the Red Clay Classic up in Ashland. At number eight, James Nitro Giasi. Only one of his last eight outside the top five. Kind of the same deal as Vessel here, right? Um, Third at the Silver, second and sixth at the Northern Nationals. And uh, he's always in the conversation. He did this last year as well. All the specials at the end of the year, top five finishes. He was there every single night. And I don't expect anything different. Nitro Nation is for real. Number seven, Travis Budislavich. Seven wins. A really nice season he's put together, including the Silver 1000 and Day 3 of the Wissota 100. Add on top of that, the Race of Champions wins. The only thing he's lacking is the consistency. He's only got nine podiums. So only if he's on the podium, he wins. Otherwise, he's got two podiums. That's it, right? So he's got to get more solid in the top three top four to really be in the conversation but he's got the speed he just needs a little bit more consistency at number six the hermantown hammer daryl nelson structural buildings was sort of late model challenge series champion for 2021 labor day shootout win he got second at the legendary 100 six wins on the year daryl's really put together a nice season remember last year he was the fastest late model without a win right and uh, he fixed that he's got six wins including some pretty big ones this year nelson put together a good season he's at number six at number five the double one express pat door now i'm telling you this top five you can almost put them in a bag and just draw names out of a hat because it is so dang close okay now i'm gonna read off some stats and you'd be like how can this dude not be number one well Part of the reason is he only got six wins, right? So the six wins kind of hurts him a little bit, but, you know, Challenge Series shows he's got multiple wins there. Um, He got a podium at an NLRA race that he went to. He got second at the 444 Memorial for Tanner Byholm, second at the Twin 25s, second both days at the USA Nationals, second at the Mater, 15th to 5th at the Silver, a third and a second from 10th at uh, the Labor Day shootout, won both days of the Northern Nationals, second day one at the Legendary, probably should have won day two, and he got third day three. In his last 22 shows, 18 podiums. Unbelievable. Four wins, 10 seconds, four thirds. I mean, I mean that's a unbelievable season for anybody, but these next guys are just, they're just a little hotter. Right. They're just a little hotter. So Pat Dolan's at five. And that's not a knock on Pat Doerr. I mean, he's he could easily be number one, but we'll see how this weekend goes. At number four, Cole Searing. 21 wins. The biggest knock on him all year long is what can he do against the big competition? Well, he got third at the site. Should have had second. Had a little brain fade. He said he didn't realize what place he was in. Seriously, dude, come on. Killing me. Um, and then he had a prelim win at the 100, holding off Mars, which was tough. He got fourth in the the primary feature in the finale. And, of course, he's leading the national points. 21 wins on the year. I mean, there's nobody else even close to that, right? So, I mean, that alone, And I get it. Some of them are low car count. But the last month, he's been racing a little higher caliber stuff. And he's been performing. Expect to see him running up front, probably win at least one this weekend in water. Number three. A.J. Beemle, light sketch. He barely raced. It's like, man, where's Waldo with this guy? Six wins. I mean, when he unloads, he's there. It's A.J. Beemle. It's what he does, right? Flat out dominate the sites. And, I mean, the stretch that he's put together, it's either 10 or 11 straight podiums, I think, is what it is at the sites. I mean, it's unbelievable what he has done over in Grand Forks and then just dominating the legendary one hundred. He's my pick. I, I'm going to pick him right now. That's my pick to win the Punky Manor this weekend of Menominee. Number two, the Iceman, Jimmy Mars, two ten thousand dollar to win shows. That alone probably puts you first. But you know it's hard to knock the other guy off when he won back to back races and won a championship. So Jimmy Mars two back two ten grand to win shows, including the Wasoda One Hundred and the Mater Memorial winner, which is impressive. Multiple challenge series shows. I mean. This guy here, I mean, any one of these top five, they're so good. I mean, they're so good. And uh, Mars is another guy. You can't sleep on him at the Punky. I mean, Menominee, it's Jimmy Mars' house, right? So he's going to be tough to beat there this weekend as well. And I'm going to put Mars at number two and at number one in the September 23rd (coughs) edition of the BuyRacers.com. One Negotiable Late Model Power Rankings, Nick Anvilink. 12 wins on the season. He won back-to-back Kings races, one of them from 12th. He's traveled well. He won one at the USA Nationals. Um, he ran well at the at the or at the major. I think he got fifth or sixth at that deal. So he ran well there in uh, just an excellent season, locked up the championship. And it's like, man, you look at the numbers from Beamworth, you look at Mars, you look at Doyle. you look at Searing, and it's like, man, should they be ahead of Nick Anvilink? I'm not really sure. But how do, you, how do you win back-to-back races? We got you at number one. We can't fade you for winning the last two races you were in. So I'm telling you, it is super tight up front. It's going to be interesting to see if Anvilink goes to the Punky um, and maybe over to the Red Clay Classic. We'll see if uh, maybe that shakes things up a little bit. But he's put together a hell of a season, and he's taking on the top spot right now, Nick Anvilink at the number one spot. A production of Gold Sports Media, LLC.